Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 206 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. I still call it Twitter. I'm, I'm not going to fucking call it X. Um, I call it enough X's. Uh, and uh, if you want some more content from us, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm finding a little bit of a cough. So if you hear, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of difference in my voice, I do have my tea courtesy in my in my wonderful birthday cup. World's yeah. second bed po- podcaster. Ah, taste the tea tastes so much better coming out of that. Um, and uh, what kind of tea you sipping on there, sir? Uh, you know what? My coworker Karima gave it to me. It's some sort of uh, Polish raspberry uh, tea. Like oh. it's I guess raspberry is good for for a sore throat, oh. um. So I put some of that in there. I threw some honey in there. I didn't not enough honey. Well, it was a little bit sweeter yesterday. I did also put some. I also put some ice in there though because we were about to record. And yesterday when I put it in here, I had to wait like thirty minutes before I could actually <laughs> drink yeah. most of it. I like the my mouth is burnt the fuck up from just how much I was drinking yesterday. Um. But that is all to say, uh, Wednesday we'll be dropping another episode of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. Of course, if you're just like, man, these guys are talking a lot about tea. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, this Wednesday, if you want to hear us talk, uh, Mariah Carey, Coolio, Arctic Monkeys, Busta Rhymes, Residente Calle 13, Wale, Beck, The White Stripes, and even a little bit of a extra, you know, uh, Eminem. If you want to, if you want to hear, oh, yeah. You want to hear about the Mariah Carey Eminem feud, including uh, the Eminem diss track? Yeah, you can uh, yeah. head on over. If, it, if you guys are like, man, I want more, I want more tea talk. Well, listen to PYT. Yeah, and when you'll hear all the tea about Mariah Carey and Eminem, because uh, there's plenty of tea in there to be included. Yeah. Uh, the Black Friday sale is still going on. Uh, I, I did want to give a, a, a shout out to the the one person <laughs> who who purchased uh, a T-shirt from us. It's um, give me a second. I have them. I have them right. written down here, but uh, my internet is acting up. Yeah, the the sale is still going on. Of course, no coupon code needed. Just head on over to prowrestlingtees.com. I believe it's going on until um, Friday. <clears throat> until actual Black Friday. Yeah, you get 20% off all of PWT guest merchandise. Including that sweet Scrump and Drew's music box shirt we just dropped. Yeah, which our buddy Chris from Resignation, he picked up. So, uh, oh. yeah, shout out to Chris. You know, 
we love Chris here for. Uh, I do love Chris. Yeah. You know, for picking up a t-shirt from us. Uh, but yeah, again, we have t-shirts, sweaters, hats, uh, sweatpants, shorts, all that, all that good stuff. Um, you know, all the way over there. So, um, yeah, head on over to Pro Wrestling t- or, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash PWTCast. And again, it's going on until Friday. So, uh, so you've got plenty of time. Uh, Drew, we are um, have a little bit of a hangover, dude. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I don't drink unless it's yeah. tea out of my uh, my mug. Yeah, a little bit of a drinking blood hangover. Yeah, man, because fucking last night was full gear. Um, <clears throat> well, two nights ago now. Yet yeah, last night as of yeah. the recording of this, and uh, dude, it was a fucking. Uh, it was a really good pay per view. Like, admittedly, um, I didn't have as much invested going into this one as. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I do know what it is. You know, po- post uh, post punk, I've just I've, uh, you know, I've just been a little bit like, eh. post punk. Coffee just isn't the same. Coffee isn't just the same. There's no Danhausen, which yeah. I did one. Oh man, I, <laughs> I was dying last night. Um, were you, did you did you see did you see these uh these these tweets about Danhausen? No. So at some point yesterday. And Dan Housen addressed it because it was fucking f- so fucking ridiculous. I'll, I'll pull up the exact um, <clears throat> tweet from Dan Housen. <sighs> the internet is good because one singular dumb person can make up an entire lie about you, and then a bunch of even dumber people will believe the lie and add more lies to it. For context, this was the post. This is developing right now on X from the same guy who called Gates of Agony in the World Tag League. Danhausen was apparently stealing shirt designs from the AEW shop, then getting them printed out for dirt cheap at a local print shop and selling those uh, himself for the same price as an AEW shop shirt. Uh, so what's the problem? The shirt quality is incredibly bad, even worse than pro wrestling tees. The original shirt designers aren't getting their cut of the pay. Supposedly Danhausen's big return was delayed as they investigated this and totally canceled once the full details came out, he even me, he may even be fired about this. Now again, Danhausen, you know, notorious for fucking like I'm gonna credit every single person, like I'm every single one of my designs, I'm gonna credit them with, you know, hey, uh, Drew did this design, Scrump did this design. Yeah. But where one, where is Danhausen selling these? You know, like yeah. where where is he fucking? Sounds like we got a fan of the week here. Um, yeah, got yeah. Cue the fucking song. But I was just <laughs> laughing because I, I read that and it was one of those things where I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then he addressed it. Um, <clears throat> but it was funny as uh, I, I I then I, I texted him. I was like, "I know you weren't bootlegging shirts because there's no way Frank and I wouldn't have been involved in it with you, and we would have had a backup plan to pin this on someone if and when we got caught." To which he just said, "Ha ha ha ha," and uh, yeah, again, so fucking dumb. Like, but you know, no Danhausen. I was happy the black of sh- black or the the House of Black uh, was on the show. You know, one of you know yeah. came away with some gold. They did come away with some gold, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, I've just not been too big on MJFJY. I I love the two separately, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's been a very WWE feud, if that makes any sense. Um, it does, yeah. 
I just haven't been too too crazy about it. But I was like, ah, you know what? Like, <sighs> the match will be good, so it's fine. Yeah. And see, and I think that this is why, like, because I did not purchase the pay-per-view last night. Um, And I think... I think that, like, WWE can get away with the, like, not having a great build, but, like, but then, like, having a good pay-per-view, right? Because their pay-per-views or PLEs are $9.99 or $5.99, depending on what package you have. But to have to pay $50, like, your feud should be on fire going into your pay-per-views. And I feel like just lately, I don't know if it's saturation or what it is, but like W or AEW just has not had that, uh, like that thing where it's like, oh no, I that take my money match. You know what I mean? I mean, I yes, you know, like um, because you look at something like the Hangman Swerve feud. Which yeah. now is the take my money match? Now is yeah. The- now it is yeah. So like that's I I'll I I do plan on actually getting it and watching it just for that. But like you know it, like to to watch it live, I don't think it's you know you're got to get them in the door. And they kind of fumbled that a little bit, like with the you know like it was serious and then it was a kind of a joke and then it became serious again. It was kind of weird the way they they did the whole home invasion thing. But you know, I mean, dude, honestly, like it's paid off. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, staples of uh, your kids' uh, artwork on somebody, dude. Friend, friend of the show, waiting said it best. Us that was the greatest baby kidnapping revenge match I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, dude. Like it's it's very much, um, and we're not gonna go match by match, card by, or yeah. you know, but. It, in the pre-show when they had fucking ditch made no sense at all. So the, the, the story going into, uh, the, the, the gun club versus MJF and Samoa Joe mm-hmm. is Samoa Joe wants to make sure that he gets his title match. So he is, yeah. he is going to be the tag partner in order to, to, to guarantee, you know, his, his title shot. Which means that you would want to keep MJF healthy so that he's healthy enough to wrestle. Yes. But then when the gun club is beating him down and putting his leg in a fucking chair and stuff like that, like, why aren't you there? Why is Adam Cole the one coming out? Why is Adam Cole being put in a match to begin with? Uh... If it's if you're just gonna give Jay White the title, why not be like, well, hey, MJF agreed that Samoa Joe would get the next title shot, so how about Samoa Joe versus Jay White? I don't know. It just it was so just sports entertainment completely took me out of it. Yeah, completely took me out of it. And honestly, post Hangman Swerve, I didn't give a fuck. Like I watched the. The, the tag match between, you know, the, the Bucks and uh, the, the Golden uh, Jets. Jets. Yeah. They could have been out there. They could have been out there doing anything. Same thing with the main <laughs> event. Like, I was just so burnt out. 
yeah it was uh it sounded like it was not an easy thing to to come back from as an audience member no and again props to all four of those dudes involved like they worked hard yeah, yeah. you know they <clears throat> they weren't out there like uh you know just coasting but like yeah. after that last that's like, match that's a lot like the uh you know was it forbidden door with uh mm-hmm. Os- with osprey like you know like how do you like like don't <laughs> whatever's on the screen is not going to live up to it even if it is brian fucking danielson and okada yeah like, after that fucking osprey kenny omega match i should have just left <laughs> you know yeah. uh okada versus brian was awesome so i hear <laughs> you know yeah. um but yeah no some some of the cool you know things that stuck out to me that the tag match the ladder match between everyone um i, I listen i am here <clears throat> i am here for i am very big on uh luchadors bringing out uh their children dressed as them yeah. You know, we've seen Pentagon and Phoenix do it. Roosh came out with his son. You know, he had a little Roosh mask on and stuff like that. It was fucking awesome. You know, like you're coming yeah. out with your dad and your uncle, you know, it's a, it, and just it's super cool. I, 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 I'm a big fan of that. Um, and yeah, again, I, I'm big, I'm, I, I like all the teams involved. So it was one of those, uh, obviously I wanted House of Black to win. Brody King doing the fucking Gonzo bomb. Uh, with the fuck, did you at least see the video of that? No, dude. So they set up a ladder, uh, in between, yeah, fucking the outside. And uh, Julissico is on the apron, Brody King fucking gets him, and he hits him with his gonzo bomb pile driver through the fucking ladder, like, he murders him. Yeah. I don't think Julissico gets up anymore yeah. throughout the fucking match, like, Brody still does <laughs> some spots. But like yeah, seeing him like seeing Brody and Big Bill fucking go in there, uh, you know, uh, Malachi had some fucking cool spots. Um, yeah, again, it, it was it was a fun match. I was seeing you know seeing that the women's triple threat was really fucking cool. Like um, the other women's match and 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 Sheeta and Tony, uh, yeah, was kind of fucking. I don't like. I don't care for this Tony Storm character. You know, like I know a lot of people really love Timeless Tony Storm. Like, sure, that's fine to me. It's like just, just keep her away from the title. Like, <laughs> again, yeah. I, I want more of a. I don't know. I just like I didn't like, and especially too because I I really like Sheet on us. So I wanted her to not be a transitional champion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's what she was. She was a transitional champion, like the last reign that she had as well, um, and. uh the, especially the match, you know, the whole thing was uh, there was a metal plate that Tony was putting in, in, in her trunks to, you know, to fucking do the, the hip attack to, to Sheeta. And Aubrey was apparently blind, just could not <laughs> see it. The rest of the yeah. entire arena could. They showed it in replays, but, you know, and I hate that because it's just like, what like I hate when they make the refs like fucking dumb. Yeah. Like it's just like let's just don't do it. Like if you can't mm-hmm. do it right, if you can't do it with her fucking hiding it fully in her trunks, then just don't do it. Call an audible. It looks fucking dumb. You know, like um 
it's very get off my lawn about things, but just, I don't know. I thought it was very, it, it was very Bush league, you know, at, at least to me. So I was like, ugh. but, and you know, again, I very much enjoyed the, the, the match last month with, um, uh, Chris Statlander and, and, and Ju- and Julia Hart. So I was just like, all right, let's fucking, let's see how the, the, you know, this next one goes. And you know, they, they added Sky Blue in there. So I was like, all right, cool. This, this will be a fun triple threat. And it didn't disappoint. First off, Chris Statlander mm-hmm. continuing the, uh, Ben Stiller, uh, tradition you know she came out as zoolander last month yeah. and uh this time she came out uh in her global force gym fucking get up which i was like fuck yeah like when she came <laughs> out i started to do like the the cobra thing i was like oh fuck yeah let's go <laughs> um not enough for me to want her to win because of course i was like come on julia gulia let's fucking yeah let's go and yeah you know she she you know she snuck the pin in and good you know because like um <laughs> to me but we talked about it last week like statlander should be going after the other title yeah of course that's why so i was like good yeah. you can sort of move on now i don't know what's yeah. going on that there's this like little spooky they're either into each other or gonna form some sort of team i don't know what's going on but again i i'm all here for this you know uh as as brody put it house of heart uh you know yeah. <laughs> so let's fucking let's fucking go julia hart i'm i'm all for yeah. for for julia hart push and um then came the fucking texas death match i don't know if that's the correct order i don't know i'm just going off what i remember um yeah boy this might be like when it comes to AEW, my favorite match that i've always gone to is hangman and the bucks or, or Hangman and Kenny versus the Bucks uh, at yeah. Revolution, you know, for, for the tag titles. And um, the Hangman, again, taking the fucking, taking the mantle, because I think this might now be my new favorite match. First off, the entrance fucking that, that Swerve got, you got a bunch of dancers all doing the Prince Nana fucking dance, and then Prince Nana's <laughs> out there doing it with them. Like, if anything, yeah. that alone, I was like, best entrance of the year no yeah, one's I did gonna see that this. that's fucking cool like this wednesday you know we're gonna be here and i'm gonna fucking be in the front doing that fucking prince nana dance i can fucking <laughs> i can assure you that much whether yeah. whether this cold goes away or not well, it's not gonna fucking stop be there. me oh i'm gonna be doing yeah. the prince Nana. i'm gonna be practicing in the mirror dude <laughs> but yeah man like Hangman doesn't even get an entrance. Dude just comes out, starts beating the fucking shit out of him. Drew, he starts stapling his son's finger paintings onto mm-hmm. fucking Swerve. And it's at this yeah. point that I'm looking into the crowd and going, West Side Gun, good- you and Dr. Ken are both sitting ringside. At some mm-hmm. point, you guys need to step in. <laughs> <laughs> like, Steve-O was also ringside at one point during the Derby match. There's a lot of people ringside. Stephen Amell, who got no love. Like, they didn't fucking... He was sitting right behind the ring announcers. No one mentioned him. Good, because he's a fucking yeah. scab. Um, <laughs> what do you got? Rick Rubin was there. Like, they kept showing Rick Rubin. Like, yeah. I never got, like, a... Hey, Rick Rubin's here. He was just there. But Westside got in Dr. Ken. You know, they're sitting ringside. And all I can think is, like, you guys need to step in. You yeah. guys need to step in and stop this. <laughs> this is getting way out of hand. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, again, fucking. If only, uh, you know, 
It's a good thing, uh, uh, you know, a young Wei Ting wasn't there to destroy those finger paintings because uh, that would have been a, would have, you know, would have saved Swerve a lot of, of pain, you know? Okay, I'm going to text on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, again, the, the spot of the fucking match, uh, Swerve is leaking. He is fucking mm-hmm. leaking. And you see it just fucking full on coming. And Hangman Page gets up underneath, opens his mouth, gets it in his mouth, and then full-on Triple H fucking spits it out. Yeah. I can handle gross shit. (laughs) I can handle shit that... uh, I'm not that that squeamish, you know? Like, um, Mm -hmm. Requiem for a Dream is a movie I've watched, you know, plenty of times (laughs) and stuff like that. Aside from when they're shooting up, because that I can't see. Yeah. That was fucking disgusting. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, for the match, sure. Sure. Let's just not fucking do that ever yeah. again. You know? Like, obviously, it's post-COVID. I mean, not really. But post-COVID. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but... Dude, who, who cares about COVID? Like, I... He's worried about so many fucking other bloodborne fucking. Well, that's the thing. You know, COVID, you like. have uh, <clears throat> you have Nigel McGuinness calling this match. Who, of course, Nigel McGuinness famously he had uh, hepatitis B. You know, his, mm-hmm. his WWE contract got rescinded from him because they found out he had hepatitis, and so he wouldn't he wouldn't wrestle if there was blood or if someone had blood or anything. You know, like he took it very serious yeah. and stuff like that. Um. And to just see Hangman fucking out there just bleeding fucking all over the place. Like, it was it was intense. It was something else. Um, yeah. See, that's when it was like, I want to watch his match, but I know I'm going to fucking hate that part. Like, and it's not even like, to me, it's not like, like, I'm not squeamish. I'm just like, really, like, like, this isn't fucking, you know, I don't know. Like, it's unnecessary, I feel like. Honestly, though, <clears throat> the rest of the match, it makes up for it, though. Because, again, those yeah. crazy fucking spots. Dude, like, at one point, they're on the guardrail, and he hits them with a fucking pile driver. How they both managed to uh, not lose their fucking step was wild. <laughs> you know, it's just... The, the whole match, again, just a, a lot a lot of really fucking just wild, insane spots, including, um, you know, he gets... Hangman Page gets hit in the back of the head with a brick, or with like a a, 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 a cylinder block, and then yeah. um, you know he gets hung up on the rope. Swerve fucking mm-hmm. hangs him, and he you know he he collapses and stuff. Sort of similar to like the Moxley spot from the death match, um, and yeah, you know Swerve walks away with this, and it is one of those things that I've seen a lot of people talk about it, where like. There, there is something to be said about there, there. There probably will be a third match, a rubber match. Yeah. Keep these two as far as humanly possible away from each other. Don't give give them a year. Don't have them touch. Don't have them wrestle. Because when they fucking do. Like it's gonna be fucking magic. Like these two dudes. No, this should this should be one of those things where it's like it, they shouldn't they shouldn't face each other again until Swerve has that title. Like, 
and then like you can call back to all of this shit. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, hold it off. Put some fucking major stakes on it because you've done this, right? Like, you've done this crazy fucking death match. Like, the only way to really like up the ante without killing each other is by like making it for that prestigious world title. Yeah. These two dudes are, are who you should build a company around going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kenny and Jericho and, and Mox and, and Orange, they're there. Have them put the younger guys over. You know, if MJF sticks around, mm-hmm. <clears throat> have him, you know, again, now he, he's a main man too. He can put dudes over, but like Hangman and Swerve should be the dudes. If mm-hmm. If I had the book... Swerve fucking takes the belt, you know, at World's End. And takes it from MJF. And you have him hold that belt. And the main event for fucking All In at Wembley, Will Ospreay versus fucking Swerve, you know? Yeah. Whether or not Ospreay takes the belt or not, I don't know, but, like... Because Swerve is also, like... Like, he's fucking, you know, he's dynamic as far as the promo and everything like that right like he's he's fantastic when it comes to that like he is the entertainer like he is a sports entertainer but he's also a fucking pro wrestler you know what i mean like he he has that fucking five-star match like in him like i've seen i've seen one live like him and ricochet the fucking first mlw like that shit was it's one of the it's it's to me the best independent match i've ever seen um and at that time, MLW, I would, I mean, they're still kind of independent, but I would still call it independent at that point. But yeah, dude, like that dude is such a good, like he's so good in ring. Like he can, you give him the title, like he will knock down fucking five star, six star, seven star, you know, like he is that type of talent that can do that shit. And like, just give him the fucking ball, Tony. Yeah. <clears throat> You know, he, he has a look, he can talk, he, he it's just everything about him. Like this guy is mm-hmm. ready to go. This is your fucking your your your, your mm-hmm. go to guy next. Adam Cole's out right now with an injury. Finish the story. <laughs> Finish the story. Yes. But yeah, no, I mean again, the match finished and I was like, fuck. This is a made man. Like yeah. this was cause at a certain point I was like, you know what? Hangman's winning this. Yeah, and I would have been saying the same thing. I would have been saying the exact same things that I'm saying right now if Hangman would have won. But the story that they told wasn't that. The story that they told was that of, um, you know, Hangman Page losing. You know, he got his revenge. Like that's the yeah. thing too. It's like no, he beat the shit out of Swerve. He got his revenge on Swerve. Mm-hmm. Swerve was just a better man. You know, so I'm all for it. It was fucking, again, awesome. Again, props to Hangman too. Like I, uh, you know, I've uh, I've always I've always loved Hangman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Hangman and I have a very special relationship. <laughs> uh, you know, dating back to uh, you know uh, all 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 in. So I've always you know been very fortunate that like. Uh, 
I've been there for a lot of very cool hangman moments and stuff like that. You know, he, he wins the yeah. tag belts on the Jericho cruise and who's fucking helping him crowd surf and shit like that. You know, I literally, <laughs> I got a, I got a picture of me with him backstage, you know, uh, yeah. me and him at all in and then fucking, you know, me and him at a fucking C2E2 and stuff like that. He's always been a really fucking cool dude. Uh, so it was all, it's, it's awesome for, again, can't can't sell a figure though. Can't sell a figure, you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, dumb, empty-headed fuck. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's you know, it's been cool seeing him sort of come back into the spotlight because yeah, for a while it was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are we doing with him? Like, but no, that was fun. And then yeah, like I mentioned, the, the tag match between the, the Bucks and the, the Golden Jets, like, <sighs> you know, it's like, all right. More and Jericho and, and Omega. Yeah. Cool. And I was sort of just like, <laughs> you know, I was, listen, I, the way I looked at it is we were losing regardless. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then the, the main event came around and uh, again, it was just so, it was two sports entertainment, you know, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm fucking broke his ankle in two separate fucking places and they're letting him go out there and wrestle um and uh, you know mjf comes back and has a leg taped up which again after just seeing the death match after having seen the death match i was like you know yeah hang swerve wins the belt mm-hmm. sorry jay white swerve just won the belt like <laughs> you know um also, why isn't Samoa Joe the one defending? I don't get. I don't. Know. I'm fucking. Yeah. I don't know. The match kind of sucked. I was not. I was just not a fan of it. It was just too much shenanigans going on. Too sports entertainment, you know. And uh, I, again, it just it, it brought me down. At that point, I was, uh, you know, watching on my phone while I was doing laundry, as I just didn't really. <laughs> I wasn't invested. But again, after that Hangman yeah. match, like that could have opened the show. And the rest of the show, I probably would have been saying the same thing about where it's like, man, yeah, <laughs> short short of someone fucking decapitating someone, uh, I, you know, like, I don't know what could have mm. fucking brought my attention back and stuff like that, but it was an awesome fucking show. Like, I had a lot of fun. I saw a lot of people, again, it's a lot of doom and gloom, fucking, oh, fucking, uh, and it's just like, listen, man, <laughs> you don't have to watch, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you, if you did, and again, you're you're more than allowed to fucking criticize it. If if it wasn't a show you enjoyed, that's fine. But it's like it was a good show. I'm sorry, it was it was mm-hmm. both objectively and subjectively a good show. Just because it didn't deliver, you know, oh CM Punk wasn't the devil. Now this is the fucking worst show or fucking oh Adam Cole didn't turn on MJF. This is fucking terrible. Like I mean fuck, dude, again. Fantasy, fantasy, believe. Don't fantasy book. You know, because when you fucking fantasy or fantasy book, don't fantasy believe. Don't believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, yeah. I'm sh- again. I'm sure we all fucking think that, like, man, if we if we could be the ones booking the show, we would know how to fucking do it right. And you know, doesn't work that way. So it's fine. Again, if you enjoy the show, awesome. I'm glad. And if you fucking didn't, then like, I I don't know what to tell you because it was a, it was a really good show. Um, uh, but something though that, oh, you know what, before I fucking forget, cause I'm looking at it in my notes right now, you know, yesterday or uh, at the show, 
you know, Sting wrestled his last match. The last time that fucking the Kia Forum is going to get to see the old Stinger. Yeah. You also had a fun interaction with the Scorpion last week, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, you would think I'd always remember it. But, yeah, I had, uh, I had uh, you know, drinking with the Amigos, and uh, they busted out some tequila that had a... Uh, scorpion in the bottle instead of the worm and it was uh not gonna lie it was damn good fucking tequila uh uh, straight from mexico makes me wanna i think i'm gonna now that i I get my uh extra week of vacation this year at work i'm gonna maybe i'll take a trip down to mexico and bring everybody back a bottle you know dude (laughs) scorpions freak me the fuck out yeah dude so like they they were like, "Oh yeah, you can you can drink," and I'm like, "There's like," at, at that point, it looked like somebody had like one shot out of it, and they were like, "Yeah, like nobody else wants to drink it because everybody's scared of the scorpion," and I was like, "Oh well," I mean, scorpions are creepy, but like, I feel like they wouldn't be in the fucking bottle if it wasn't like, like you know, like clearly not deadly, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a big fucking scorpion, too. It wasn't like, because I, because I was Googling trying to find it, and I can't find the fucking brand, but, uh, I took a picture of the bottle, but I didn't take a picture of the label, but this thing was massive, and, uh, like, but I was looking at other ones, and they had, like, little, little baby scorpions, and I'm like, no, these are, that one was, that was, like, a full-size, like, could probably kill you with a sting scorpion, uh, but, dude, it was, uh, it was really good. And everybody, like, people, everybody I was texting was always like, you gotta eat the scorpion, you know? And I was like, I asked, I was like, so is this, like, a thing where you eat the scorpion? And like, yeah, but you gotta finish the bottle first. I was like, yeah, that that's understandable. But I wasn't gonna finish that fucking bottle, because for one, it just, like, you could tell, like I said, it was barely, uh, drank from. Then also, like, it's a cool piece, and I didn't want to, like, ruin somebody's, like, like, I, I feel like I'd be a real dick even if that thing was, like, only, like, halfway gone if I was just like, oh, just because I want the story. Like, no, just this crack is like... the bottle, take the scorpion? Yeah, like, this is clearly, like, you know, something that people are, like, they... When people are over, you know, it's a talking piece. Like, you don't you don't fuck that up. <clears throat> yeah, when, when you talked about it, again, like, I know, I obviously, I've not fucking partaking in the scorpion in a bottle fucking you know <laughs> yeah but yeah. um what do you call it uh no i like i knew how fucked up that shit can get you so when i saw you post about it i was just like ooh, like <laughs> you know i was like i was like better better you better you than me because that's definitely <laughs> not something that fucking um i would at least even try you know because again mm-hmm. it's just like i don't know scorpions just fucking freak me the fuck out dude um yeah it's uh they they can be scared for sure especially when they're on their retirement tour uh what do you call it um oh fuck sorry i lost my notes oh so Uh, i was just getting us back to sting (laughs) it's sting no dude so one of the things that i did last week after we recorded we went to the movies because uh, for a few weeks now, I've been talking about all this fucking drama around this fucking uh, the Marvels movie. And I was like, you know what? Let me go fucking watch it. 
I'm not going to be one of these little fucking losers on the internet talking shit about it without having actually seen it. Uh-huh. Drew. Yeah, buddy. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of those, I was literally, I was just talking about, uh, talking about it with Steve Feast this morning. Actually, I texted you, like, as soon as I got out. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Like, it's one of those, like, is it, it's not perfect by any means, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But since Spider-Man No Way Home, the only Marvel movie that I've enjoyed was uh, Guardians 3. And even then, that was like, a, I can watch this once. You know? Like... I, I can't. You don't think you can watch it again? It's just sad, you know. I, I probably could. Yeah. Um. But what do you call it? Uh. I'll... Yeah. I, uh. Yeah. I've I've actually heard that from a couple people. I think it was maybe it was just because of like such low expectations, because that's all anybody says is how shitty it is. Mm-hmm. That people are like, yeah, well, it wasn't that bad. Not their worst entry into the Marvel, you know, catalog. Dude, like, listen, in a year where they fucking, or in, in a phase where they released the Eternals, which isn't good. Like, that, I guess the thing that, like, I almost want to watch that again, because I'm like, listen, I watched it the one time, and it was fucking boring. Like, I remember Veronica yeah. fell asleep during it. It was that fucking boring. Like, and I just, I don't know, it just wasn't good. Like, it looked nice. But it's just like, mm-hmm. didn't care about, they didn't get me enough to care about the characters. Oh, fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know, Brian Tyree Hill could have stopped the fucking Holocaust, but he didn't. <laughs> because fucking him letting humans fucking create weapons led to fucking the bomb, the, you know, that Hiroshima. You guys have been watching everything. You've never stepped in to stop literal Nazis, stop genocide, stop fucking the slave trade, slap fucking yeah. the Salem witch trials. None of this. Why? Oh, because it's a movie. Oh, okay, cool. Go fuck yourself. Like, again, I don't know. <laughs> and and again, it had a lot of people that I liked. I should have enjoyed it, but I don't know. Just it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, Ant-Man sucked. Multiverse of it Madness sucked. It wasn't Raspberry. <laughs> yeah um what do you call it uh love and thunder which and i gotta say again because like they officially fucking like taiko t was like hey i'm not doing thor 5 and everyone like everyone's constantly shitting on him i was having this conversation early in the week with brandon from new jersey taiko Atiti is fucking an amazing director the guy did what we yeah. do in the shadows boy hunt for the wilder people jojo rabbit like he is fucking great he did thor ragnarok Love and Thunder, one movie, one bad movie doesn't make him a bad fucking director. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Scorsese's done bullshit. Fucking uh, Spielberg's done bullshit. Fucking Tarantino's never done bad. But, you know, like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, sometimes you don't fucking hit him out of the park. Even Christopher Nolan has fucking Dunkirk. Like, come on. Be, be fucking for real. Be fucking for real. Taika Waititi is amazing, and I will support him and watch anything he fucking does. Um, but no, it was really good. Again, like, it's an hour and a half at most. Like, um, Iman Vellani, who plays Kamala Khan, she's very endearing and very, you know, like, yes, this is what a this is what a kid would be like in a movie. You know? Um, it's not fucking hard to follow. Like, it was, just, it was a fun movie. Like, if you have an hour and a half to kill, and listen, mo- like, 
it failed because fucking multiple factors, you know? The strike. Um, the last few Marvel movies have left a bad taste in them. This is a movie starring three women, two of them being women of color. A lot of people just wanted it to fail because of that. And that's fine. There's people out there who fucking wanted Black Panther to fail because it was a movie full of black people, you know? Mm -hmm. And it did great. It fucking made a billion dollars. There was nothing, this movie that was like must see compared, because the first Captain Marvel made a billion dollars as well. And it was like, it was must see. It was the first fucking female led you know, Marvel superhero movie and like, what's it gonna, how does it connect to Endgame, which was the last thing we would have seen. This one, not so much. This one should have been called Captain Marvel 2, the Marvels or something, you know, but yeah, you know, it and also the thing too, I might have fucking, I think I might have talked about it last week. Uh, fucking, uh, what's the God, the, the movie that uh, <sighs> That Scorsese just came out with. Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon? Made less money than this fucking movie. On yeah. the same budget. And everyone's like, oh, oh, fucking Scorsese did it again. You know, again, it's just, it's it's very clearly fucking just, uh, what do you call it? Like, people with an agenda. You know, yeah. people within the film industry that are mad that that... The film industry is it's it's not it's not being held up by prestigious films anymore. It's held up by franchise fucking movies. You know? Yeah. That's why they don't fucking again, something like a Black Panther, which should have been nominated for Oscars. Angela Bassett should have been nominated for a fucking Oscar. She's so fucking good in that. Mm-hmm. She's not going to. Because it's a Marvel movie. No. You know? Yeah. Heath Ledger is the only person to get any sort of Oscar for anything comic book related, and he had it a fucking after he died. You know, for best supporting actor, like, yeah, and like, you know, it's always one of those things where it's like, as good as it was, as good as his performance was, would he have got it had he not died? Exactly. Yeah. Um. What do you call it? But yeah, it, it was really good. Um. What do you call it? Uh. Sorry, I'm fucking dying over here. Uh. They <laughs> dropped the trailer for Madam Web, which is like Sony's name. Listen. There needs to be some sort of governing body that steps in and stops fucking Sony from making these dog shit fucking movies. Like, and I don't say that fucking joking. Like, I'm serious. Like, please stop making these fucking Sony movies. Like, it's just look <laughs> dog shit. Like, if you think, if you saw that and you think it looks good, honestly, you should have, like, your movie privileges revoked. <laughs> there should be some sort of governing body that steps in and says, sorry, you're not allowed to watch movies anymore for at least a year. You know, like it just looks yeah. bad and it's just, it's not good. Like it hasn't come out, but it's just like, this is why you're not going to get fucking Spider-Man back. I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't care. Whatever. Fuck enough about that. I went and did karaoke this week. Um, oh. or I didn't do karaoke, but, uh, yesterday was, uh, uh, Matt Nix's birthday. Matt Nix, of course, friend of the show. Um, mm-hmm. And so Friday night we went to go do karaoke at this bar over here in Chicago. And um Yeah, dude, it was fun. I, I again my voice was fucking I was already losing it, so I, I didn't sing. At one point Would would you have had you had a voice? Probably not. But because originally so we were trying to go to one of these places where you get your own room. You know? Yeah. Cause I much prefer that. Like 
I'm gonna make a fool out of myself. Mm. You want to do it with friends, not random people. Yeah, no. And there was a lot of fucking people, you know. And it's just like, nah, I'm like, I'm good. I'm okay. Um, again, my voice was dying though. But I, I, at one point, the the DJ did come around, and uh, he was singing "I'm a Believer" um, by Smash Mouth. Yeah. And, and I got R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, and I got in a verse or two. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't the worst. Um, <clears throat> but, fuck, dude, my voice is dying, so we're, we're going to have to call this short. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we did we did record an episode of uh, Music Box before this, uh, so yeah. I think I used up most of my voice on that. But, um, yeah, you know, again, I, I do want to give a, a huge shout-out to the patrons of the show, uh, Clifford mm-hmm. Fraser. Who I was talking to his son earlier this week. I was like, uh, I was asking him what he's getting him for Christmas. What he's getting? Clifford? Yeah, he's getting Clifford. I asked him, I was like, what do you call him? I was like, do you call him dad? Do you call him pops? <laughs> he's like, dad. And I was like, oh, you don't call him Clifford Frazier? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, then, uh, you know, again, huge shout out to Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan. Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbino, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Uh, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh, Little Kevin Conroy, um, <laughs> Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, uh, The Kings of Sport Podcast, Darren Kissler, and Steve Grows Weed. Drew, what do you guys got going on this week over the draft pod? Uh, well, um,. <laughs> Despite what Music Box told told you or will tell you, um, we actually have a uh, have a show that was spawned from the Music Box when I played uh, the new Beatles track. Uh, Andy heard us talking about how we should do a draft, and he said, "Hey, we should do a draft." So uh, that's what we're doing: the Beatles song draft. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, where uh, where we, uh, you got Eleanor Rigby on yours? Oh yeah, it's it's on the on, on my list. Oh, yeah. Perfect, that's my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, Eleanor Rigby's my favorite oh. Beatles. Nice. There's that. There's. Let's see if I can give you my. Uh, let's see if I can give yeah. you mine. Like, let me see. I see. There's a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do it without looking at my actual music. Okay. So there's Eleanor Rigby, Strawberry mm-hmm. Fields Forever. Um, yep. I've just seen a face. It's a, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you know that one. It's I just seen a face. It's a, it's it's a very short one. Uh, now I have to look up because I'm like, uh, I do like the Beatles, but, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, there's only three I have in my fucking thing. So <laughs> I've just seen a face, <laughs> Eleanor Rigby, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, um, as my honorable mentions. And then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but okay cool so that should be exciting yeah. and then again yeah this week uh as well you know over over at the music box uh like i mentioned yeah. we'll be talking music as well um as we'll be talking uh mariah carey uh coolio arctic monkeys busta rhymes residente calle wale back the white stripes and m&m um yeah and uh yeah uh family video this this friday 
and uh dude we should do at some point because you mentioned the beatles uh is paul dead she's a detective agency on that yes yeah i'm fucking down for that oh yeah yeah. because i that's that's also just something tangentially i've heard like i've never actually looked into it myself but uh oh yeah yeah so uh yeah look out for that as well 28 if yeah is he is yeah is he around is he you know um it's the uh it's the ultimate warrior of music yes uh so yeah so sorry guys for the short episode but i'm dying over here i yeah. i cannot speak so uh <laughs> until next week you guys uh for the pwt cast this week i've been scrump <clears throat> i've been drew and this is a friend of the show and possibly future tag team champion to possibly future two-time tag team champion Kenny <laughs> omega Kenny omega here friend of the show we've run out of things to say here at the pwt cast and so i must bid you adieu goodbye and good night bang bang